it's Fort Worth, Texas. It's football. It's orphans. You know, it's this inspiring, you know, underdog story. I thought, good Lord. So how has nobody made this? Right. Is that what well, you're I mean, I mean, the, but you're right. I mean, the, the book was like just being released that week. So we both got the book and read it in about two days. <laughs> I called dad and I said, dad, this is like the greatest movie that hasn't been made yet. Like we got to go. Wow. Like, I know nothing about producing a movie necessarily, but let's go buy the rights. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of, say it with me, the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your ever so beautiful, ever loving host. Patrick Scott Armstrong. Okay, look, this is really, truly uh, one of those episodes that comes along every once in a while that's just uh, amazing, okay? Um, I had such a great time with this guy. Uh, I might have made him a little uncomfortable at the end. I don't know. You know, I have a tendency to just fly off, my mouth fly off, you know, and say things. Not not at him, I, you know, just I, I can get a little crap. I got a sailor's mouth. You know, if you if you've listened to the podcast, you watch it, you you realize sometimes I'm a nice guy, but for some reason I just got this potty mouth. I you know, just I guess it's from working in the restaurant industry for so long. I I guess I don't know, man. Uh, you know, so I just say things, and I may have right at the end just kind of you know I can't tell sometimes when I'm doing these. I don't know these people personally, you know, so it's hard to tell. But we had a great time. I mean, regardless, you know, I'm probably overthinking it. Uh, anyway, just thought that was funny, a little behind the scenes, whatever it, near the end, you let me know what you think, uh, if that, if that's the, the case at the end there, and, you know, cause I make some jokes or I, I just kind of, you know, start cursing anyway, not, not just like going crazy, like Tourette's or something, I mean, you know, not, nothing against Tourette's. Oh man, I'm digging a hole. Jesus, forget I said that, you know, uh, <laughs> Let's get back to Matt Barr. Okay, look, he's such a cool dude. Really, he is such a cool dude. Uh, great guy. Look, guy, he's got so many cool projects. Okay, right now he's got a show on CBS called Blood and Treasure. He plays Danny McNamara. Okay, there we go. Uh, it's like a Indiana Jones style national treasure, you know, and they're really filming in these locations around the world. It's super cool. And we talked about that. Just, I love that. He was in Italy during when like the lockdown like first started. I mean, come on. Anyway, we get into that. We get into a lot. He's on the new season of Walker. Okay. He plays a recurring role. He plays Walker's best friend from back in the day so he's coming back in and yeah he's got this recurring role coming on so you're going to be looking you know you're going to be seeing this guy so check him out on walker uh on cbs's blood and treasure and matt Barr is his name okay and also he's got this really cool project where he's a producer okay as well this, this is how you you know uh, you know make yourself known in the industry i think you have to start doing more than if you're an actor you know you start producing or directing you know do you know getting some of your passion projects out you know you got to you want to stake in the in the game i get it i was in the red restaurant industry boom I, I want my own thing i go open my food truck and catering right i get it you want you want your own thing so look he he developed this project uh bought the rights uh 
it's called 12 Mighty Orphans. It's this great story. He gets in, you know, he gets into it. We, we get into it in the podcast, but it's a really famous story in Texas, okay, in Fort Worth specifically about a famous coach uh, played by Luke Wilson, of all people, great Texan, uh, takes this, uh, you know, football team. And it, look, it, it's just a great story. It's amazing. It's got uh, Robert Duvall, Martin Sheen. And there's actually a fun little fact about that movie, okay? Um, that's the first time Martin Sheen and Robert Duvall have been on set, been on screen together, in a movie together since Apocalypse Now. How cool is that? So we talked about that a little bit. And uh, yes, amazing. So Matt Barr, super cool. And we talked about medieval times, okay? That's the... That's the deal here. That's the funny part. If you, if you worked with me at uh, Medieval Times back in the day, if you if someone listens to the episode, I don't know. You know, if you ever worked at Medieval, if you ever been to Medieval Times in Dallas, I worked there for a few years, a couple of years. I can't remember exactly. Uh, and uh, way back in the day, I'm talking 20 years ago. Okay, this is a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> okay, and uh, I told him a funny story. Uh, that you'll have to uh, enjoy about my time there at Medieval Times. Because, look, there was an episode of Walker at, on, uh, you know, at Medieval Times. And uh, we talked about that because I was in the an episode of Walker as an extra. So, uh, anyway, it's a funny story. We have a fun time with it. So, anyway, okay, Matt Barr, this is a long-ass intro. I apologize. But, look, this is a great podcast. You're really going to enjoy this one. So, I'm just preparing you for it. Uh, all right, Matt Barr. Uh, as always, before we get to the episode, I want to let you know about our social media, okay? Look, it's super cool. We we have extra things on there, right? Just extra things, okay, that you're going to want to check out. So follow us, Lone Star Plate TX. That's it across all platforms or just search the Lone Star Plate. You're going to find us, okay? And if you're watching on YouTube, and if you're not, get on YouTube, okay? The Lone Star Plate. We've got a great channel on there. Lots of cool. We break the, 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 the podcast down into clips and all that. It's awesome, okay? Conversations in the comments section. There's a lot of stuff going on, okay? So join in the Lone Star Plate and subscribe. Please hit the button, hit the notification. We're constantly putting out content weekly. So, you know, subscribe. Invest in us. We invest in you. We all invest together. Should that be a song? I don't know. Anyway, okay. Look, before we get to the uh, interview with Matt Barr, it's going to be a quick word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food, and then uh, the interview will start with Matt Barr, okay? So first, our uh, word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food, and then uh, Matt Barr, okay? My awesome conversation with Matt Barr. All right. Enjoy, guys. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. How you doing, Matt? Yo! Howdy, let me see my, for a tech, unsavvy human. Looks great, what are you talking about? How's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm good. Where, where are you exactly? I'm in Dallas, uh, specifically. Oh, I was just telling Natasha, I just moved from Austin, though, a week ago. I was there almost 10 years. You're talking Dallas. to a couple of people from Dallas. There you go. All right. There you go. Hey, <laughs> hey originally, uh, Walker was out of Dallas, wasn't it? That's right. Yep. That's right. Damn. OG right here. You know, funny enough, I have a, 
uh, a connection to the original Walker. I used to work in my early 20s. I'm 41. I used to work at uh, Medieval Times. No kidding. They, they filmed an episode there. Yeah, uh, it was called it was called you can guess it Medieval Crimes. Okay, <laughs> And, <laughs> and uh, I was an extra on the on the set uh, for, for the episode. I'm just like in the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Moving a moving a glass around or something. Yeah. Uh, but that was really exciting for for the castle and everyone that worked there because uh, Chuck Norris used to come to Medieval Times all the time. I mean, we had like a seat for him. Wait, wait, time. really? Oh just yeah, as a, just as a spectator, huh? Yeah, yeah, just as he bring his family. Okay. He cut all the time. I mean, he come in the back. I mean, we had a special. You know, it's Chuck <laughs> Norris. Okay, like right. Uh, we we have a special uh, thing. Yeah, he came all the time. That's why they did the episode. He was such a yeah. fan of the of the show. That is hilarious. You know what's funny is that that was my first time on a set ever. Was I was an extra on Walker too? So that's I remember, funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Totally I'll funny. be damn. That's funny. So wait, did you did you grow up in Dallas? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So went to Austin, Dallas. Now you're back. I went to Austin to uh, open a food truck. That's oh, okay, cool. So I had a food truck for about five years. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, that, that's where you go, right? Dallas doesn't really do food trucks, really. Well, something so, not like Austin does. You're right. They actually don't, do they? Austin, well, it's it's more uh, to like the health department and the laws for it. So you want to open one in Austin because they make it very friendly to open it. Right, you know, right. For yourself. Right. And right. there's places to put it like here in Dallas where there's literally no fucking place to put a food truck. I mean, you just, you can't. That's right. <laughs> it kind of sucks. But anyway, Matt, uh, really excited to have you on, man. Uh, super excited to talk Walker. Lo love that. As soon as I found out, I was like, oh, dude, I, you know, what a connection. Uh, yeah. Walker, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Let's Tell it. us a little bit about that. How did this, how did this come up? How did this uh, happen for you? Well, you know, it's funny. I was in Italy shooting season two of Blood and Treasure and the producers and writers I'd worked with on a, a show called Valor a couple of years ago. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, yep. they're producing and creating the, the new Walker. And they just called up and said, we have this fun, this, this cowboy role. And I think they, the, the, the phrase was, he's a lone star Han Solo. And I went, <laughs> I went, stop right there. I'll be there. Like, when do I, I'll, I stop back? I'll be there. That's I'll funny. be there. So it, it was fun. We, we actually got quarantined in Italy for a couple of weeks, so I almost missed being able to do it, but luckily I was able to fly straight from Rome to Austin, and I was oh, on yeah. set like two days later after some, you know, 500 COVID tests and all that, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So what's yeah. the role you're playing? What, what's the, it's Hoyt, right? That's his name? Hoyt? Hoyt yeah. He's, he, he's Walker's, um, Walker's kind of longtime childhood friend. They, they grew up together, played football together. You know, when Walker went the military route, Hoyt sort of broke bad, you know, be, became a small town criminal, you know, comes from a comes from a, um, a broken family. But, um, you know, he and Walker always have this this soft spot for each other. And, and Walker's yeah. family sort of adopted Hoyt into the whole Walker fam. Uh, oh, OK. So he's, you know, he's full of mischief. He's kind of reminds me of if you remember Out of Sight with George Clooney. I love that movie. Like, Soderbergh, great movie. Totally, yeah, but like that charming criminal who you know has an edge to him, but you root for him. He, he's the guy you root for in a way. Yeah, exactly. You, you root for him, and he's not. You know, he's he's more about the chase and the thrill than he is. You know, murdering or killing. So, so it's like the dog do, doesn't know what to do if he actually catches the car. Exactly right. Exactly right. But a guy that that could like hold up a bank with a uh, you know tiny blue squirt gun and. 
That's you know, awesome. charm, charm the bank teller into giving him the cash, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Uh, so so when uh, it, do you see this as being obviously he's a best friend, right? This is probably going to be right. a recur recurring role, right? I mean, I'm recurring throughout the season. I'm doing yeah. several episodes. Yeah. So as far as I know, yeah, just kind of yeah. kind of in and out. I think this this coming week. Well, I'm not sure when this airs this podcast, but or how it how that works. But you know what? Me neither, man. I don't I just show up here just <laughs> like, it? yeah, I just show up, you know, it's part yeah. of the machine here. But uh, it's a, fun art. a couple of weeks. Uh, okay, yeah, for okay, sure. Cool. Have you what, what do you know about podcast? You know, it's, it's funny. I was just talking to somebody about podcasts in uh, in Austin right before I was moving this this uh, crew that I hired to come clean my house, you know, for a move out or whatever. Right. And right. Uh, I, they said, well, you do for a living. I sell these lights. It's a, I, oh, I, I host a podcast. Uh, what's a podcast? They never have a podcast. Um, you know, what, what do you think about this whole podcast? Uh, sorry to sorry to make a left-hand turn here, but that's what I do on the podcast. This is what no, we do. You know, it's funny. I'm glad you brought it up because I'm probably, I thought I was like the last of the Mohicans here. Like I've, I've probably <laughs> never, I, you know what, Pedro, I don't know if I've ever listened to a podcast in my life. Just, just wow. one of those things, like, I mean, I like to read, you know, I watch yeah. movies and television shows, but it's something that I, you know, I don't know. It's like, it's this new horizon that I'm sure once I, you know, jump, you know, take that leap. It's going to be a, you know, a whole new frontier, but. Um, That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, That's no, yeah. You're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, there are people that just haven't gotten to it yet. Right. Just, or never will, you know, I get it. I, look, I host one, but I don't listen to a ton of them, to be honest really? with you. No, I really don't. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I watch podcast, I watch like clips on YouTube or something, you know, right. of a podcast. But as far as like, I get it. No, I, I you totally know what's funny about it. that. Like, and I don't listen to the radio a lot. Like if I'm in my car, I'll uh, like, I think. Or I'll, you know, dude, you're just like me. Wow, you're the first yeah, person really. I think I've ever heard say that. People think me, I'm me crazy. Too. I'll be damned. That's yeah, funny. That's yeah, fun. my wife thinks I'm crazy. She's like, "Can we please <laughs> put on music?" I'm like, "I'm just, I don't know. I like the sound of the road. I like thinking, right?" I'm like you. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, so, no, walk, so go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go. You, you go. I was just saying. Here we are doing a podcast, and so far, yeah. Exactly, man. Well, they're fun to be on. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. love hosting one. You know, do I watch these shows back? Hell no, I don't watch my shows back. I don't know. Do you watch your stuff that you're You probably do. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I walk out like I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, if yeah I was it's involved. fun. You know, when I was younger, a younger actor it was hard. It was hard. I sort of, you know, you, you learn to get over yourself and then you just enjoy the you enjoy the story and the you know. Yeah. Okay, your so I see. So you were critical at first, but now you just learned to let that go. Just watch it, enjoy it for what it is. Well, still highly critical, but you know, you just yeah. sit back and go, it is what it is, and I'm gonna have fun with it. So <laughs> are you noticing things that literally no one would ever notice? Oh, 100 percent Is yeah. that it? What's <laughs> funny is like I'll I'll always see where they hide my mic. So That's I'm hilarious. Going, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like a magician. Like, you know, if you watch a magic trick back 10 times, You'll see the sleight of hand sometimes. Yeah, I, that's, that's filmmaking. I love that about it. It's just a big magic trick. It's fun. That is true, man. That absolutely. It, you know, it is funny when you see a set like you never seen one. You watch, you know, you're used to watching as a fan or something. It's like, oh, okay, this is how this is done. Like it's it's a big thing behind the camera. Like there's a lot yeah. going on from what you don't see in that frame, right? Like everything to make that happen is. Is absolutely insane. So, what was it like on the Walker side? I mean, that must be—it's a massive, right? 
production. Yeah, everything's massive. Yeah, you always, I mean, even, even been doing it for 20 years, I still think like, what are these 180 people doing right now? Like, you know, <laughs> like, like, what are we, you know, we're like that's preparing for, for battle, but I love it. You know, that's, that's one of the biggest rushes I think of the job is you just see this, this big ecosystem and everything's moving, you know, like a, like a, like a, like a river or like a symphony working together and, you know, it's, what would it's, you do if you weren't acting? Let's say you could take a crew role. What what mm. would you do on the crew if you if you had a choice? You know, if you had a choice, maybe the uh, cinematography. You know, behind oh, the that camera. That sounds good. Yeah, that my mom cool. was a was a portrait artist, so I just you know something about framing it up and you know, yeah. creating that composition is pretty. And you know what what they do I and mean, this like the artistry is so amazing. Rather you're sure. making, you know, I watch student films that are incredible nowadays. It, let alone, you know, some massive Spielberg film or whatever, but yeah. That, that is interesting how the mediums have, the quality has gone through the roof, right? Yeah. Like streaming, t TV, movie, right? I mean, sometimes, a lot of times, television is better than film now, sometimes. Right. Big in shift a weird there, way. Yeah, that's, yeah like absolutely. That's, absolutely. That's crazy. Uh, just like the shows you're on. I mean, they're great. These that's aren't right. shows that, that would have happened before, really, and been that, I don't know, you know, that might've been more campy and now they're just so well made. The production yeah, well, what's, is so high. What's good is that as like, you know, as filmmakers and, you know, creators have started to raise the bar, everyone has to kind of keep, you know, raising their own bar to, to, to stay competitive. And it's, sure. I, I think it's been great for television. You know, we, you, yeah. you have to bring it now. You yeah. know, scripts need to be good and, you know, actors need to show up and, you know, so. That is good. Keeps everyone on their toes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Keeps it's like everyone a really going. Total fun time, I think, to be in in our business. You know? Sure. You know, I had a uh, Jim Beaver on, who was on Supernatural and yeah. amongst uh, Deadwood, you know, amongst other things. Uh, of course. Sh shared with the Walker uh, star here, the screen for a long time, um, and he <laughs> he said something really great in a podcast we did um, that, like, you know, just asking him you know, you've been in this business so long, man, you know, like, uh, yeah, I remember seeing him in Turner and Hooch for Christ's sakes, All right, right. Uh, you know, and, uh, and I was, you know, he's just like, look, man, it's real simple. It's like, look, you, you want to show up to set, know your lines, show up on time. Don't be an asshole. Don't hold up the production, right? Don't hold up the crew. Don't hold up. I mean, it's real to me, it, to him, it seems so simple to keep getting work and keep, right. you know what I mean? It was like, I just do these things and and try to bring the director's vision out right like it's not just me and right. that that sort of attitude you know, so i did a series with jim beaver years ago called harper's island on cbs oh, and and, yes. and he yeah great great show it really was like ahead of its time i think and jim yeah. beaver was it's funny you bring him up I, I i would you know second everything you just said about it he, he sort of taught me how to be a a classy professional you know to be like a really um quality actor i think and, and all those things on screen and off and like everything you said he's, he's one of the greatest guys i've ever known and he's wow. such a such a great actor and can do anything and so i'm always yeah. grateful for him for you know setting the example i guess and i'm like i'm gonna you know do what do what jim does so that's awesome man yeah um wow so many people so many actors say so many great things about him uh steven yeah. tobolowski i remember had the nicest things to say about him as well uh, that they worked on Deadwood together. Um, yeah. Wow. That's great. Uh, you know what? He's just a smart dude too. Like I yeah. felt like out of loop talking to him a little bit. I was like, Oh shit. Like I, I should have studied like literature more. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, there's no way for me to catch up to the guy. That's uh, right. Yeah, that's, that's great to hear. Yeah. Great no, to no. Hear. 
It'll make you feel bad uh, about yourself. No? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, Jim, listen, can we do a round two and let me study some Hitchens for exactly. like exactly. six months? Exactly. Right. I'll come back to you. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, like working different parts of the crew, you know, you said cinematography, but you're also right now, you sort of are doing, you know, some st outside stuff outside of acting with this new film um, that you have coming up. Right. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. The 12 uh, Mighty Orphans. Yeah. Which is, yeah. is such a cool story. Yeah. Uh, let's just d dive into this, man, because this yeah. is like Texas, Texas as Texas gets. And like, I love it. Everything about it. It's one of the greatest Texas stories I've ever read. And if you're from Texas, I've, you know, you, you've probably heard of this or, or, or someone, you know, in your family has read this book. But yeah, you know, when I was, I mean, this has been about 15 years in the making. And wow. I remember my dad, my dad called me one morning. I, I was in LA, kind of an up and coming actor, um, early 20s, I'd say. And he read this article about this book that was being released and said, Matt, by the way, my Backstory, my, my dad was a college football coach, coached at SMU. Oh, really? Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, so our big football family goes, it's Fort Worth, Texas. It's football. It's orphans. You know, it's this inspiring, you know, underdog story. I thought, good Lord. So. How has nobody made this, right? Is that what well, you're thinking? Well, I mean, I mean the, but you're right. I mean, the, the book was like just being released that week. So we both got the book and read it in about two days. <laughs> and I called dad and I said, dad, this is like the greatest movie that hasn't been made yet. Like we got to go. Wow. Like, I know nothing about producing a movie necessarily, but let's go buy the rights. So somehow, you know, a couple idiots went and with the, <laughs> with my, my best friend, Ryan Ross, who's from, um, from Dallas as well. He, uh, we went and, you know, optioned the rights to this, this, uh, book. And then later on ended up buying the rights and, just shopped it around town for years and had a screenplay written and then, you know, rewritten. And it, it was like a film school to me, but I, you know, making movies is a, is a miracle to get one made and, you know, yeah. let alone a period football story. But I knew that like this, this movie at some point would get made and it's a great story. And, you know, being a Texan, I'm so proud of these, you know, wonderful Texas stories that, you know, are kind of speak to me in a special way. So and sure. to do it with my dad and best friend was pretty special. So, oh, that's awesome. Um, so it's you know, that's amazing. Yeah. And tell us about the actors that are. Uh, well, this is what I read from the article, right? So there's some. There's some. I read from the one article. There's a. There's a little bit of way well, with COVID and everything. I sort of affected production and how that goes. So is the film is in the can? I mean, it's actually filmed. It's done. Films, films in the can. Yeah, we we partnered with these this great these great guys out of out of Dallas. You know, basically uh, Ty Roberts. Houston Hill, to name a few, they they went and financed this thing independently. But um, yeah, you know, we got Luke Wilson and Martin Sheen and Robert Duvall, who's probably you know my hero wow. in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, it's a great Vanessa Shaw, Wayne Knight, um, and oh, uh, Wayne Knight. Yeah, and Newman. then these. Beautiful. Yes, I know, I know. And then these young actors that they went and just, I think, discovery is the right word, you know, like just yeah. fabulous young actors. Some of them you, you may have seen in something, some of them you might not, a lot of them you probably haven't, but um, you know, there, there are a lot of the magic of the movie, but what's fun about Luke is Luke Wilson, you know, the, the Wilson brothers are from Dallas. Yeah. You know, went to St. Mark's and um, I've had a chance to meet them over the years. So it's always fun to, you know, cast awesome. a Texan in a, in a great Texas role. 
So, no, that's great. He plays the coach, right? It's the co- uh, what's his Rusty name? Russell, uh, yeah. Rusty Russell. Yeah. Rusty Russell. That's right. He plays coach Rusty Russell. Yeah. Uh, and I also read that Robert Duvall and Martin Sheen. It's the first movie they've been in since Apocalypse Now. You know, and I didn't know that until yeah, until they they met on set. How crazy uh, is that? Isn't that's that crazy? Nuts. You know, yeah. I wasn't there that day. I was, I think, across the world filming Blood and Treasure, but my dad was there. And I remember they, like, Duvall came in for a fitting and Martin Sheen was filming and they, they, they locked eyes and they, they walked to each other and gave each other a big hug and had tears wow. in their eyes. And I thought, oh, this is just, you know, <laughs> if there's ever shit. a moment. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. That is incredible. That's amazing. So, but um, yeah, Sony Picture Classics is is distributing it because of COVID. I wish I had more of an exact date. You know, it was yeah, totally. it was going to be April. And now I'm I'm not quite sure. Things have been disrupted a bit, but we'll you know we'll continue to get the word out about when that comes out. Sure. I mean, look, everything's sort of opening. I mean, look, Texas is you know we're in the news again, of course. Uh, uh, you know, opening everything up, getting rid of the mask, you know, but obviously there's pushback and this and that, you know, regardless of where you stand, uh, things are going to be opening up. So hopefully that's going to help uh, some theaters. I mean, look, Alamo just filed for bankruptcy. That's a famous. Um, I saw that. You know, everybody yeah. knows Alamo here in Texas. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Sad, sad for, for, you know, the film industry in a lot of ways uh, in the music industry, you know, the music artists that I've had on here. Yep. Uh, since COVID started, I mean, it's like, holy cow. It's, uh, yeah, it's incredible. So hopefully, you know, that right. gets moving. And, you know, people, it's funny, you know, everyone's always talking about the death of the theater experience, let's say, you know, yeah. don't get me wrong, streaming's been, been, been wonderful and it's an amazing thing, but I talked to all my friends back in Texas, let's say, and they, they can't wait to go to a movie theater. See yeah, me. absolutely. I talked to my friends in Canada, I talked to my friends in, in China and like, you know, everyone wants to go to the movies. I think it's going to be just fine. You know, where people want to go see the movies and have that collective experience. And so, you know, we'll Maybe be there'll back. be a resurgence, like about, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And there'll be stuff on, on TV and there's going to be stuff on movies and there's going to be, you know, Broadway's yeah. going to reopen and we're going to go see yeah. live shows and concerts are going to come back it's when the time's right. And so, yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. We'll so you said you were, uh, you were filming in Italy when, the COVID hit and you got quarantined there? You know what? We were in Thailand when it hit, actually. Okay. Wow. So, Jesus. So either way. Yeah, we were in Bangkok and um yeah, so we got when we, when it hit and we got we got sent back to the States. And then when we finally were able to pick back up, we went back to Italy and were there for a couple months this past November, December. Okay. Was. How was it now, you know, compared to how yeah. they were back then? Well, you know what's strange is if you've ever been to, you know, cities like Rome that are just packed with tourists normally. Right. So it was weird yeah. to see the city that was kind of like a ghost town and a lot of wow. you know, relative. And we, we filmed at the, or in front of the Vatican, I should say. And there's oh, always man. a huge line there, you know, it's yeah. one of the, you know, it's like the center of the universe a lot of ways. And there's just no, you know, it's like no line you could. So wow. it was kind of a unique time to be there, but yeah, that's um, nuts. But I'm sure for Rome, you know, like I said, in, in time. Yeah. People, We'll come back, but man, what a, what a thrill to film in these locations and, you know. Yeah. Let's dive, let's dive into the show, man. It's such a great show. This, you know, I kind of wanted to say, you know, it's such a great show, man. And you get to like hop around everywhere and it, it that lends itself to what the show is too. That's kind of cool to know that it's done that way. Yeah. I thought that was part of the thrill with blood and treasure, which is very much, you know, in the DNA of Indiana Jones is, you know, 
let's take the audience on a on a summer adventure, you know, like summer shows, it's, it's a vacation, you know, we're actually going to go to the locations and I think yeah. you can feel it when it's not a, when it's not a green screen or you're not, you know, on the back lot in Toronto, and, you know, we're, we're in the jungle of Thailand or we're, you know, on this difference. Top, on the top of this, you know, mountain, it's, it's pretty extraordinary. And all what's the, local, a, what's your favorite place you've been to? Oof. That's uh, a tough question, right? That's a tough. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were. Most interesting, or I don't know, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, mean I, I think Thailand was just so rich and colorful. And we were in Krabi and we shot in this, this cave, you know, in this mountain, and just you're in the jungle. And I think they even caught like a live cobra that day and, you know, got oh, it out shit. of the way so that, you know, no one <laughs> got Fuck it. Yeah. By a cobra. But, it, it, you know, it's just beautiful. And the people in Thailand are so incredibly full of love and you know generosity and warmth that's awesome i'd be all about the food i'm I'm all about the food when i travel how how was the food great but it's funny you know that it's spite i mean i don't know if you can handle spice i mean texas can take spice i'm half mexican man my mom's from mexico listen they they, they literally injected me with salsa when i was a baby there you go there you go i love you know if we have if we have like level one to ten you know spice they have level like one to like 110 so yeah thai food could be knock you on your ass. indian food and thai food can knock you on your ass. you don't know what spice is till you hit those yeah so i'm with you yeah Yeah. that's hilarious yeah there's certain things catering they wouldn't let me eat no no no. really (laughs) i mean like i said you're you're too american okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) you can't handle this yeah oh man we gotta start you young on this one Hey, that's true, dude. Look, it's a, it's not even the will. It's your body. It's just your stomach. It's just like your intestine, right. your organs, right? <laughs> like, I mean, that's li- literally your but cardiovascular you system. Oh, it's funny. Don't you love going to dinner with like a friend or someone and they, you know, they're, they're talking a big game and like, I like it. I'm like, I want to hop <laughs> And you see the sweat. And then like they, 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 they practically have like a nosebleed. You know? yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to convince themselves that they're enjoying this. You're like, I know you're not. I know you're not. Dog, I, I've eaten shit so so spicy, like I time traveled. Like that shit was <laughs> literally. It's just like you know, it's so hot. Yeah, um, that could be me though. Oh yeah, yes, I got. I you know, no problem. I've, I've definitely put my foot <laughs> in my mouth uh, a couple times. I've had the great fortune of working with some amazing chefs uh, over the years, like Indian, you know, Indian chefs and 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 Thai chefs as well. That just yeah, the, the stuff, even the stuff they serve. It's not even close to what they eat personally. That's right. Right. So like if you get their personal meal, their lunch meal that they're going to eat, that's the biggest right. meal they'll have. That's right. You don't want, you don't want a piece of that shit. Right. That's like, right. you know. It's true. I actually worked are. at a Thai restaurant in high school, believe it or not, in Allen, Texas. And yeah, like wow. in fact, you could you could smell what like the chefs yeah. were eating back there. Like it would be, you know. <laughs> it's the Wait, smell. What, what, what kind of food truck did you have? I had a Spanish uh, food truck actually. Oh, love it. It's called, it was called Boca. Oh, nice. It was called Boca, which means, uh, well, it means mouth in Spanish, but we, we use it as Bocadillo. If you've ever been to Spain, I lived in Spain uh, for a while, was a resident there. My wife's from there. And okay. um, they have the sandwiches called Bocadillos, which are just like sub sandwiches, right? I mean, that's all it is, really. Uh, right. So, yeah, that's what we did. Uh, and then we had tacos. And right. I was on Rainy Street uh, for a long time. If you're familiar yeah, with Austin, you know, you know course, Rainy yeah. Street. No Rainy Street well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. Cool, cool. Why not? Spain's so incredible. Good Lord. Yeah, Spain's uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, 
Yeah. Great, great place. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, what, what are, what are some like places you guys are going to be or, or with the show? Are you guys done traveling, filming with that? What, what's the deal? So we, yeah. So we wrap season two. Okay. And we're uh, in editing right now. I'm still, still waiting because again, COVID, you know, pandemic related, sure. waiting for an air date. Yeah. But, um, this season is, uh, Thailand and, and Italy. Yeah. And, awesome. um, our, our treasure is, is based in this, uh, Genghis Khan mythology and we're looking for his spirit banner. Season one was, was more Egyptian, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the sarcophagus of Cleopatra. And so we, we filmed in Morocco and Italy there. So, uh, we did the season we were in Montreal, which is an amazing city. Yeah. And, great uh, city. All over Thailand. And, um, and then, you know, Florence, Rome, awesome. Venice, not, not too shabby. Uh, yeah. Not too, not too shabby at all. Um, what, yeah. what did you know a lot about history of this stuff before you, got you know, it to the show that's funny that's a good question because I, I would joke that my my character is the um is the you know art you know relic historian you could say and and um you can't really bullshit you you can't really improvise your way out of it you know, if you know <laughs> so my character danny is much smarter than i am but um you know i i mean i'm a, i'm a big history fan i think you know if you if you like storytelling, history is just filled with you know the most the greatest stories ever ever you know lived. But um, good point. Yeah, but no, I mean really, I, you know, even growing up with an artist, there's so much history with art and um, you know culture. So you know, I've, I've, yeah, it, it's definitely made me smarter. But what's funny is we you know at times I think in the way that like the Da Vinci Code does, you know, we'll sort of blend, you know, some sort of revisionist history you know it's like real history with you know some mythology and you know that's much better yeah that's much better right like we'll watch the history channel yeah. for some other shit yeah. and even they fucking add some shit to it you know what i mean right that's right it's like genghis khan can shoot firebolts from his ass right I mean, yeah <laughs> he did i think he did hey that's uh that's the beauty of the show i mean yeah that's i'm all about that stuff i don't know anybody i i can't really stand if, if somebody's watching a show or a movie and they're like oh that's so it's not like that it's like well it's a movie it's right. a show it's a like you know i don't really get you know right. bogged down in those sort of details uh you know, even if even if it's something close to my heart, like food, for instance, if I see yep. chefs or I see right working, I'm not like, oh, he's whisking wrong. This movie's right, done. Right. I can't watch the movie now. It's like, dude, right. I, you know, I don't get into that stuff. I don't know. Do you deal with that a lot from fans? Do you get pushback on anything you're not doing legitimately? Oh, like true. in the you show, would not believe that you would not believe the amount of energy spent. I think on on uh, if you read message boards too, you'll you'll see a lot of that. And you know, I always say, have you? Like my response would be, have you ever seen a, a movie ever? You know, it's like, you, yeah. know, you know, there's, there's creative liberties taken everywhere. Now look, no, look, I think there's, I think there, there, there's times to, what a great answer. to be accurate and, you know, yeah. you want to be historically accurate. Sure, you know, sure. You know, if you, if you jump off of a 10 story building, you're probably not going to survive the fall. You know? Yeah. Unless yeah. you're, you know, the rock, you know, the rock can survive it. But, um, yeah. <laughs> the rock. You no, know, I think it's fun to, you know, if you can, you know, walk that tightrope of giving into the, you know, the illusion of what you're watching. And I don't know. I think what's funny is yeah. I, I don't know about you. I can still watch movies as a, like as an eight year old, like, sure. like I just kind of, I just buy into the, yeah, like, me too. 
the magic trick of it. And then when the two hours is over, kind of wake up from your dream. Yeah. It's fun to watch yeah. it that way. But every now and then, yeah. That's an interesting way to put it. Um, just sort of give into it, let it take you and nothing more, nothing less, right? Like a, like a good yeah. meal. You just sort of accept, look, when a chef brings you a dish, right? You're not like, oh God, I wish this, that, and the other before you eat it. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, that's insulting. Like it's, it's like made something for you, creative, take it, enjoy it. Right. Or not Right. And just right. be done with it. Um, yeah. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's such an interesting, um, but d- listen, do you cook at home, by the way? Do you, do you like cooking at home? I was thinking that as you were talking, I was like, you know, that? You know I don't. And this is going to be, I feel like this is like a new, a new big part of my life that I've yet to okay. embark on. Right. So this is, this there you is go. good gonna, attitude. This is going to be the next like, you know, 30 years of my life. There you go. Um, Cause I love food. Yeah. I love the whole culture around it. I eat everything. Sure. And, uh, I think I'd be a, I'd probably make a great chef. Absolutely. Of course. In there, you know, start experimenting probably. That's, that's it, dude. You know, yeah. look, Aaron, Aaron Franklin famously said, if you, if you know, Aaron Franklin, the Franklin barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Um, sure. He famously said, uh, look, I burnt like a thousand briskets before I got to the right. good ones. Right. Okay. So right. like that's, it's all about, it's all about fucking up before part of my French. It's all about fucking up before you. Right you know, yeah. do it right. I mean, that's it. That's, that's basically it. Um, that's, I, you're right. I will say this. I do make a pretty damn good guacamole. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not cooking, but we're getting there. That's right. We're uh, getting there. You know, you know we're getting guacamole, there. good margarita. You kind of, you know, <laughs> I did ask of a, another guest one time. Uh, so what's your favorite thing to cook? And she goes, well, I love making salads. I said, Oh, let me interrupt you. That's not cooking. That's not, okay. <laughs> thank you. That's not cooking. Thank okay. you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you got to heat something up. That is cooking. Heat, okay, right. is cooking. If right. you don't heat anything, if you're just chopping lettuce, that's that's prepping. Uh, you prepped a salad. There's nothing wrong with that. That's you right. Know, you know. But anyway, I mean, you know, look, that's the chef coming out of me. It's kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of pretentious, I guess, a little bit. But I can't help it sometimes, you know. Right. I can't uh, I can't help it, uh, you know. That's the way it goes. Well, yeah. who cooks in your family? Who's the best? Uh, you know, my, best, uh, uh, my, my brother-in-law, Mitch. Really? You're married an Australian. Okay. Who, not only being a great guy and a hell of an accent is a damn good cook. <laughs> and, um, um, nice. it's funny. It's funny. They, they just moved. And I, yesterday I, I got them a grill as a housewarming gift. Yeah. Oh, and nice. really, it was kind of selfish because this is like a gift that's going to keep on giving. If you <laughs> so I was like, here's your grill, buddy. Can't here's wait your- to keep weekend. <laughs> what but, a great um, gift. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know, some people just have that. It's just an intuition, right? Or like an instinct of like, we need a little more. You know, yeah, that's really it. You know, but you know what it comes from? Just the desire to do it and practice. Yeah. I mean, you know, that and setting up. This is advice I give people all the time. Set up your kitchen to cook. Right. That makes sense. So what that we have a term in, in the industry called mise en place, which means things in place, basically. So right. you want things in their place, right? Otherwise, right. it doesn't work. If I have a pan over here and my spatula is way over there, this isn't going to, I can't cook very often, right? Okay. It just, it takes a long time to cook because I got to get everything. Yep. Then cleaning yep. is a process. So if you can... Yep work on both of those things, right? Clean as you go. And also 
set your kitchen up in a way. If I could show you my kitchen, you'd be like, oh, okay, I see. You've got things ready to just grab and go. It makes it easy to cook. Yeah. You know, quick. Well said. Cooking yeah. is, is quick, honestly. Like when you cook things, it, it's only minutes, really, unless you're like baking something. Right. So it's all the before and the after that fucking kills people they're like oh screw yeah. this this took, this took me two hours right do the you know they're like forget it i'm not gonna mess with it but if you set that up you're good to go gotta get your your workshop set up and ready to go yeah. and then you, there you yeah. go it's like knowing your lines yeah it's like prepping for the role right you don't just show right. up to the scene okay right. guys let's get it let's get ready i mean no you've already you you know what to do you know makes it so much easier it's the same so, here's a question do you enjoy the food that you make as much as someone else makes, you know, cause if you're cooking it and you're, you're doing that for however long it takes, there's something about smelling it and sort of tasting it that takes away from your experience. Or is it better when like another, I don't know, another chef. That's, a great, uh, that's a great question actually. Um, yeah, that's a great question. Oh. Um, you know, I get a lot of joy out of cooking for people. Not gonna yeah. lie. I yeah. do get a lot of joy out of that to see somebody eat my food and, and be happy with it. I, I, you know, if I have get togethers and things like I don't leave my kitchen and people always grab it. Come on, Patrick, come hang out. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm happy here. Yeah. I'm happy making everyone else happy, but I will say I love eating someone's food. Like I, you know, chefs go to other people's, yeah, you go see your friends, you go. Yeah. So I yep. do love, I do love that uh, experience when they're going to give me, Hey, I'm working on this. I'm trying, you know, try this, try, I, I'm all about the R and D. Uh, yeah. process with other cooks no that's a that's a great question man but i and i also love people to cook too so people I, I get invited to things i go you know i think sometimes people expect me to sort of jump in and help but i also like to just right. sit back not do anything i don't critique i'm not one of those guys i'm not going to critique you right. made me food thank yeah. you that's yeah. what i say thank you very much and i eat all of it i'm not gonna oh this listen you could have you know you could have cooked the rice two minutes Right. Or less or some bullshit. That's not me. I don't do that shit. You know, right. I, I don't complain at restaurants. <laughs> I don't, I don't nothing. I just take it and I, you know, I go with it. Yeah. You come to one of your dinner parties. Oh man, for sure. Well, you're, you, you know, you, we get this Dallas thing now. We'll, we'll make it happen at some point. That's right. Sure. That's right. Uh, so what else do you have uh, coming up, Matt, that I didn't discuss? I, I want to make sure I didn't leave anything out or anything that you wanted to, uh, to discuss. Just, you know, the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl next year. Um, <laughs> you know, that's going to be important. Um, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, just, you know, <laughs> I love that you brought up Keep an Eye Out for 12 Mighty Orphans. I'm really, really proud of that. And, yeah. Uh, you know, whether you're from Texas or not, it's just, a, it's just an incredible story. And um, like I said, years and years in the making. So it's a pretty special one. And, uh, and yeah, you know, I mean. I'm, I'm actually heading to Austin in a couple of weeks to do some more walkers. So, oh I'll really? Oh, and, awesome! And um, got some That's big awesome. kind of some big storylines, you know, coming out of the next couple episodes. So, uh, That's awesome. Whenever those air, those are going to be fun, and they got a That's good great. group down there. So. That's awesome. Try not to eat too much queso, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's a problem in Austin, man, for sure. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's so funny. Uh, well, listen, man. Look, if y'all ever need a podcast host 
or on the shit on the on the show, you know. So hey, I'm your guy. You know what I mean? I'm the I'm the background extra podcast host. You're on the original Walker, so now you'll do the new yeah Walker. yeah. That's it right there, man. You okay. know, med- medieval crimes. Shout out. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, right. <laughs> oh, now I'm craving some medieval times chicken right now. Oh, dude, I'm still friends with a lot of people there, man. That still work there. Isn't that crazy? It's 20 years ago. Really. 20 years ago, man. Yeah. I can't even believe it's been that long. Yeah. And still people that are, you know, it was a fun job. I'm not gonna lie. It was like the fun, one of the funnest jobs I ever had. What did you do there? I was a, like a, a week a surf. That's okay. what it's called. That's the technical. Right. So you got wenches and surfs. Right. right. So, I, you know, waiting or whatever, it, but you're not really waiting tables. You really just bring people a fucking piece yeah. of chicken. That's right. And, and walk away. Like, that's it. Like <laughs> that was the yeah. whole job. They wouldn't let me ride horses or hold swords or anything. I tried. They were like, dude, Patrick, you, this is not for you. Right. You need, you know, you, you're, you're going to hurt somebody, you know. In fact, I work security. This will be a lot I'll, I'll, real quickly. I work security at the castle and they fired me from security because I had a party at the castle when nobody was there at the building. I just invited a bunch of friends. <laughs> and we, we turned on the arena, had the smoke going, the lights, the You're fucking cheating. music. Oh, yeah, it was great. The music. You got sword from Braveheart out of yes, the stock, you know, and we're out there like, you know. Bro, we were at <laughs> awesome. all, all of it. We put on the helmets. Everyone was like, fine. It was awesome. And they found out the next day because they found a bunch of cigarette butts and they came to me, Patrick. What happened last night? And they saw the security footage. So there was like the security footage. So funny. I'm still friends with everyone that, right. you know, worked. At, so it's all good for me to say it. But yeah, okay. yeah. I found my funny. next project. I want to make a movie about that night. About sneaking oh, evil times and like having a hell of a party. That's Actually, what it was, dude. My birthday this year. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny, man. Yeah. I mean, we had the horses there and everything. They keep the horses there. So oh, like, Yeah. It was not, I mean, there's a castle in the middle of downtown Dallas, right? Like, it's pretty strange. And yeah, it's uh, interesting. But anyway, uh, Matt, well, this has been so much fun, man. I, I got to tell you, that, you know, every time I do a podcast like this, it just reminds me how much I love my job, man, because I, I get to talk to amazing people like yourself. Really, this was awesome. I really had a great time. Me. It's so great talking to a fellow Texan. Always is. Yeah, uh, absolutely, man. Well, listen, my be- best of luck to you, man, with all the shows, with Walker, with uh, Blood and Treasure, and of course, Twelve Mighty Orphans. Cannot wait for that to come out. Uh, so, yeah, my best to you and your family, and uh, stay safe out there, brother. Really appreciate it. Likewise, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome, right, brother. The Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time. <laughs>